0: Welcome to
1: Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 152 of sports. And with me, of course, I've got my two experts again with me. I've got Off-Road Andy.
2: Yeah, are you getting, are you getting better at this? This is, what, your third time in a row? Uh, yeah, no, I know. The, leading off the intro?
1: Yeah, Sean is... uh. Kind of slowly stepped out of sports is, uh, probably until football season is finished. Because well, think, once we get into basketball, he likes talking basketball. Yeah, I think
2: we'll, we'll, he'll he'll be back next week. We'll talk more uh, basketball, some all-star voting, you know, all the things that have happened in the last month or so. But uh, it's football season. It's, yeah, I mean, it's football time right now. This is when we gotta devote all our resources, all of our brain power towards the sport of football. And if we're gonna so.
1: talk football, I'm gonna need my other expert here with me, and that is Cooch. Happy New Year everybody.
3: First pod after the New Year. Pretty exciting stuff.
1: Yeah, it's nice to be back on a on a normal schedule again of having our sports podcast and then also we have our entertainment podcast for you people that don't just like sports. If you like entertainment too, that one is also very good.
2: Yeah. There's there's more to enjoy in the world. I know sometimes when we get caught up in sports, it's like our lives, but like there's more to. Yeah. There's more
1: out there. There's he didn't mean
3: you there. people like yeah. you people. He meant like all of you listening out there. Yeah, I just want course. to clarify that. Yeah, not yeah.
1: Don't feel offended. By uh, it.
3: Don't feel offended. It's 2020. No hate. No hate in 2020.
1: Yeah, 2020. is gonna be a but lot I, of
2: love on this podcast. I hope huh? you guys did listen last week for our predictions. Um, yeah, so we're, so we're, them which have already, already failed. Yeah, yeah we're, <laughs> we're definitely gonna
1: address uh, a portion of that prediction when we do talk about uh, NFL because uh, we have some. Uh, we're gonna have to have another prediction <laughs> wah, here wah, wah. 2020 was not off to a great start in one of our predictions. But hey, it happens. We can't be perfect on all of them.
2: Yeah. That's a problem, um, but you want to get started with? Uh, yeah, I think uh, college football. We had we had a football, lot right? of bowls. We've been played since we uh, last did a regular episode. We even did a bowl special where we uh, yeah we picked have all a- the games, and they're they're all in the books except for one. Yeah, the, the, the only one that's one. not
1: in the books is the national championship. And uh, is that the one you want to talk about first, or do you want to cover any I other to, ones? Let's
2: talk about some of the uh, the what were the, some bowls of the that exciting didn't, ones. The ones that didn't matter for the championship it still mattered to the programs yeah um the one the one i really wanted to watch i think i targeted that you know wasn't a playoff game was the uh, alabama michigan yeah Yeah. a lot of pro prospects i unfortunately
1: was very hungover at work while that game was going on i was one of the few people that had to work on new year's day and so i didn't get to enjoy it as much but uh i did get to glance at the tv we did have it on at work so uh yeah, just, uh, it looked close for a while, and then Alabama just it was It was a competitive game.
2: Alabama pulled away at the end. The final score was worse than than the actual game.
1: Yeah, Michigan
3: Michigan made it a game in the first half. Yeah, they actually held a halftime lead. Think, they did. Days. They had a halftime lead, and you knew that was going to kind of come to an end. But like you mentioned, there was a lot of NFL prospects in that game, a lot of guys that – Played in that game that we didn't think or know if we were going to see play college ball again. Yeah. That yeah. now we know are not going to play college ball. Um, several of them. Um, what's his name? Uh, People's Jones from Michigan. Yeah. I'm he cleared the NFL that. draft. Henry what, Ruggs.
1: What number receiver was People's Jones? I forget. I thought I saw like number. 10, the one with the that, one with two two last names. Yeah, that one. No, I know. you know what. That uh, one. I'm saying what number of receiver like the, in the like, like is ranked. I don't know. What I don't, his he's not he's not is. a
2: first round prospect. No, I but. thought
1: that's what I'm saying. I thought I saw number 10 overall.
2: He's probably second or third round pick.
3: Yeah. He's not number 10 overall. You might have seen Henry Ruggs from uh Alabama that's number 10 overall. No, no, I'm <laughs> say,
2: like number 10 for receivers overall. Oh, overall. okay, yeah. got
3: gotcha. you. Number 10 receiver in yeah, sorry, the draft. Yeah, sorry. I'm saying
1: like what's he ranked among the receivers entering the draft is what I'm trying gotcha. to say. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I think he's like the number 10 overall receiver. Yeah, I okay. think I think
2: he's one of those guys though that he could play Contribute right away. We see it all of these uh, too. Yeah, he,
1: he's he, a solid receiver. No, he
3: is. He's he, his body, his size, his speed, his hands yeah. translate to the NFL to where he may not be one of those crazy burners um, that some of the guys are coming out, but he can play right away. Type dudes like have an impact right away.
1: Yeah,
3: um, and so, but I mean, like I said, what's his name? Rugs is coming out from Alabama, yeah.
1: right? And obviously, yeah,
3: and he is going to be. I think he's like top ten. Um, In the draft prospects right now, although
2: these things change, they do happen. Pro days happen. They do. Yeah, you you could see a guy who's a second rounder now, you know, leap up to the top fifteen or something. Yeah,
1: and a lot of that has to do with when they put on the forty show or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Some of those guys. It was interesting. I saw something on YouTube
3: recently, and it's a YouTube channel, and I forget what it was, but I'll I'll bring back the name for you guys. But they do, um, like they do, a series of top ten draft prospects over the years and where they are now. So I was watching like the 2009 top 10 draft prospects and like some of them coming out of high school were blue chip, uh, recruits going to crazy universities, LSU, Ohio state, this and this, and just never made it. Like Trent Richardson was one of them.
1: Oh, I forgot about Trent. And he was like
3: the number two prospect coming out of high school, going into Alabama. We all know what happened to him. Yeah. He went third overall, I believe. Uh, so, and then one of them was like Matt Barkley. Was the number one recruit in the country in two thousand
2: nine? He, w- he was the case where he didn't leave college early and ended up screwing. He came over. back
3: and screwed himself over. That's yeah. exactly right. He hurt his shoulder, and um, so Drake Kirkpatrick was really the one of all those guys that had the the longest has uh, still playing in the NFL. Yeah. But it's just funny to see prospects, whether it be high school or college, who don't translate on the next level. And it happens from high school, college doesn't translate, and the guys who kill it in college may not do so well in the, pro, in the pro ranks, but it's cool to see guys even, like, you know, on the flip side, unrestricted free agents or undrafted rookies that come in and end up having great careers. So I just thought that was interesting. And they had, like, 2009, 2008, 2007, you know, they had a bunch of years to do it. And so I'll bring the name of that next podcast. And it was very interesting to check out. It was, like, a 10-minute video. Really cool to see, you know, guys that we knew as big prospects didn't really do anything.
1: That is always interesting to see those guys that were supposed to be big and then they ended up not doing anything, and then here we are, ten years later, five, six, ten years later, whatever, and it's like, like just now when you said Trent Richardson, it was like, oh shit, I forgot yeah. about that name completely.
3: He even played in the AAF, oh wow, which yeah. lasted eight weeks, and he <laughs> didn't
1: even get drafted
3: in the XFL.
1: Yeah, the XFL. There's, a, I actually saw something today about. Those, uh, all the rules, the rules. That yeah. Makes, uh, pretty intense. Have you seen it, Andy? You know, you know uh, it's,
2: it's, there, there's not going to be like targeting and stuff like that. Right. That's, no, that's no. Like thing. I'm
1: talking about like on when you score. you'll actually like this part when you score a touchdown. There's, there's, no no extra, there's no kick for extra point.
3: Good. You have three different options have, of how to score. We yeah, should
1: do a full podcast
3: or a right. full segment <laughs> on these rules because it's actually really interesting. And our friend Andy here, Mr. No Special Teams, you would love the XFL all for right, sure, dude. All right.
1: there's, uh, just really quick. Should have been a consultant. I, I was thinking about you when I was looking at it today. I, I was like, I I won't damn, go Andy deep like into that. the rules, but the one thing I will say is about the fact of like when you do score a touchdown, they give you the option that you can go for one point, but you have to go for it from like the two. Yep, that's one point. You can go for two. But you have to do it from like the, the five, five or so, yep. or you can go for three, you Andy, from like the, the ten. ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty so cool. It's, and they already the one thing I'll, it said was it's going to be. The guys need to break that down. I was going to say right. it's going to be. They already said it was going to be like betters nightmares, yeah, and like for yep, the people that nightmares. are gonna, the like,
3: spreads are going to be ridiculous. Well, and
1: the thing is, those first couple weeks, especially the first week, but even the first few weeks. Like, these guys that are making the lines and stuff, it's like, what are you do you going do? Because you don't know what teams are going to be prone to want to go for three as opposed to one or two. And then, like, who's going to be good at going for three? Who's going to be good at going for two? So, I don't know. I'll They'll figure it out. Shit. Yeah, no, I know. I they will. They, that's what I'm saying, just the first week. And then, of course, they will adjust. Yep. So, I don't, we, we got went from college be- football to there. Yeah,
3: but, yeah well. <laughs> yeah, what, why happens. don't you
2: tell us about one of uh, the games you enjoyed this uh, um, whole season? Well,
3: I really liked that Alabama-Michigan game just because I knew we weren't going to see um, – some of the um, players that were playing ever again, we're gonna watch them transition to the NFL, and I know that's gonna be pretty cool. Obviously, um, the Ohio State Clemson game, or excuse me, <laughs> pardon me, yeah. uh, that was that was that was a pretty cool game to watch too. Um, was interesting, yeah. It was back and forth. You thought Ohio State had it, I'm sure. For you guys, I know you guys both picked Ohio State in those bowl games. That was a tough one to watch, but again, it comes back to what I say, and I wanted to watch it because my biggest thing that I've been saying was, can Dabo Swinney outcoach everybody? Even though he may not have the best team, can he outcoach everybody? And I think that he did, and he proved it again, and it was funny. We were texting back and forth talking about uh, him talking in the post-game press conference, all glory to God. Uh, And so he just went off once again. And so any chance I can get to hear Dabo Swinney talk, it makes me laugh because he loves the microphone and he always puts on a good show. Um, And so and I think one of his quotes was the only things that are unthinkable are the things you don't think. It's like, what are you talking about? dude? He's not wrong. He's He's not wrong. wrong. If you don't think him. Wisdom. They are unthinkable. He's just trying to confuse LSU. Right, yeah, going to be he's there just,
1: all week long. Like, what does he mean?
3: You got Debo Swinney over here saying just confusing-ass shit, and then you got, Coach, oh, we are talking about Go Tigers and how he's going to beat the other Tigers. And, uh, go, go Tigers? Which Tigers are you talking about, Coach? <laughs> so... That was an interesting game for me. That was my favorite one to watch. We
1: could easily, if we ever did a video, we could have you with that voice. Hey, oh yeah, go we could go Tigers. Pretend you are Coach, We yeah. could actually be like you in the, the studio. A with Coach o. and,
3: and a You can give me a polo. It's about crawfish, and I go my morning <laughs> runs at about twelve o'clock. And there you go, Tigers. <laughs> it's a
1: terrible,
3: well, uh, that's a terrible, terrible impression. But
1: I will say one of the games I enjoyed. I'll just say it was the game I was at. I got to go to the Holiday Bowl. I did get to go to the Iowa USC game. And uh, anybody that was at that game if you were blindfolded and you just drove somewhere and you ended up at all the bars there, you would have thought you were in Iowa. It is crazy. It was Iowa bars down there. We were actually, well, the friends I went with, uh, one of the, my friends, his brother-in-law is from Iowa, went to Iowa. So Iowa football, Iowa basketball, I think a little bit, but definitely Iowa football. Like that's his team. Like they don't give a shit about pro teams. Like Iowa football is his team. Right. And, uh, we went to this bar with them. Um, you, I told you guys the name of it. What's the name of that? Tin roof. Tin roof. Yeah, and it was. Uh, f- everyone is in Iowa. Even the employees are wearing Iowa shirts. And they had uh, this band that I imagine was like from Iowa. And they had a fiddler out there, and it was honestly pretty cool. And just hanging out, having a good time. But it really is crazy how well those those teams that those fans that support those teams in the middle of the country, how
2: they well, travel. Well, it's all they got.
3: Yeah. It was, we it, got like beaches yeah, and stuff. We didn't, I know. They we didn't got, think
2: about it, but yeah, I was saying people from Iowa want to come to San Diego yeah. during the winter. That no, makes yeah, sense.
1: exactly. No, it does. And I mean, so I guess it doesn't surprise me too much, but I mean, just compared to like us, cause I know if that, if that game was in somewhere like an Iowa ish, right. It would not have been that many
2: Southern California. There's, a reason fans there's no bulls in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> didn't
3: end well for SC.
1: But you know what is going to be in Iowa this year, Andy, and in baseball, the Yankees and White Sox game at oh, Field yeah. of Dreams. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're going to do that in August. That's awesome. And it was so funny. For the first time when I saw it, obviously, I was like, oh, well, duh, the Yankees, because they're the Yankees. And then I was, I was so stupid. I was like, why the White Sox? And it finally hit me. I was like, oh, because Shula's Joe Jackson's Shula the main Shula. character in that movie. So that'll be pretty I cool. I wouldn't call
2: him the main character.
1: <laughs> I mean, the main baseball yeah, character. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Kevin Costner
2: is the main yeah. character. Philip he, Park alumni, he's, he's obviously there, right? Kevin Costner's throwing. I out would pitch. hope so. He should be. Yeah. Should be. He should be yeah.
1: throwing out the first pitch to Ray Liotta, or no? To his. Or just pitch the whole game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's a great movie though. But uh, anyway, sidetracked again. There
3: was uh, also I was I don't know if we were talking about it or not, Anthony, but uh, Florida Virginia, Virginia with the backdoor cover after oh, they got a, t- I, I they, got a t- t- they got a t- they got a t- touchdown disallowed.
1: I did see that they did score with
3: late like to cover. thirteen seconds left, and they got the disallowed, and they scored on the next play. And to, to backdoor cover. That I was a cool the one to watch. Covers, love Florida. The I still don't think Florida is that good, but Bryce Perkins kind of carried Virginia on their back. I mean,
1: did you have Virginia in your pool? I did. I was going to say, cause I was a little surprised to see Virginia was getting like, a I couple did. Touchdowns. Oh, I, I
3: had to take that spread. I couldn't let him have, yeah, I would have done the 14 same. or 13 and a half or yeah, whatever that, it was. That seemed
1: way too much to me.
3: I would like to shout out. Um, Arizona State, and you can fact check me on this, yeah. but I believe I'm correct. They're the only team to win a bowl game without an offensive touchdown.
1: That would, they I had a pick six happened. and like four would, field goals. If that, uh, I don't even need to fact check. I'm sure that's true. That's that true, was, right? I'm sure that's. Oh, right. you're just. Get, it was like twenty to
2: twelve or something. It was
1: 2014. Right? Yeah,
3: and I think Zendejas had who I call the legacy, um, for multiple reasons. But he had like three or four field goals, and then there was a pick six. And uh, ASU went on and did not score one touchdown and won the game. Wow! They also picked up four four-star uh, wide receiver commits in the Under Armour All-American and the Army All-American Ooh, game this weekend. There we go, ASU, so, ASU baby. ASU, yeah, did ASU, you see ASU. it
2: was the uh, the breakdown of the top fifty California players? ASU uh, had six. Top thirty-five. It was top 35. Top thirty-five, six or seven of them went to ASU. Yeah, more than well, any other school. One for UCLA, one for USC. That's embarrassing. Yep, that really they can't embarrassing. even. Get in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No well, one's there. They, they want to go to the party. Pierce, who you, you know what
1: it is? They want to play for Herm Edwards, too. Of course. And then on top of that, everyone of that, knows they have a reputation. Like
2: right. They like
1: to party. Well, they we got good looking girls we, out there in the we, desert.
3: We, we have both of those. Um, but, you know, Herm Edwards, Marvin Lewis, Kevin Mawai, who just got inducted into the. Oh, Pro my God. Hall God fuck that fame. guy so
2: fucking hard. Well, you know. I hate that maybe guy. Maybe
3: not. But also, oh my God. Super Bowl
2: champion. Who even is he? He was a center for the Titans. He was, yes. And I think the Jets. But he, uh, you're he, right, uh, he was. He killed Sean Merriman's career. He had a cheap shot to his knee. And
3: some would say it was a block, but yeah, it was a cheap shot to his no, knee. No, it was yeah. Lights went off. I forgot <laughs> I'm about I'm just kidding. I, I didn't for- like him in the pros, but he is the offensive line coach at ASU now.
2: I forgot about Sean
1: Merriman. He was a
3: good player. Sure. I mean, was. that was
2: back in the day when if you weren't a dirty offensive lineman, you, you weren't a good offensive you, lineman. Yeah, you <laughs> couldn't
3: hold you you're worth, you weren't you weren't worth your salt back yeah. then. But yeah, so for the Devils, obviously I know a little bit more about them than most schools, but Four four-star receivers all committed Damn. during the All-Star Games. And they were already a young team this year. They were a very – we are they're gonna be very, pretty, very they're young They're going to be team.
1: preseason ranked pretty good, I bet, next well, year. Well, Antonio Pierce, 20, who you guys may but. remember. Oh, I remember linebacker, Played right?
3: linebacker for the Giants for a long time. Um, he is in charge of recruiting in Southern California, and so he put this – like, he's put the he program was, together, uh, calling the SoCal Devils. Yeah, where was he?
2: He was coaching Long here. Beach Poly. That's what it was, yeah.
3: And so these guys really want to play for them because they're promoting – Next level, next level, next level. We got guys that can get you to the pros. Yeah,
1: that's exciting though for ASU football in the near Extremely future. Extremely exciting,
3: and you got Marvin Lewis, who's a special consultant, just interviewed for the Cowboys' job. Like, that's a coaching staff that people want to get behind. Um, so, really cool for the Devils. We'll see how it goes next year. Tough pack 12 so but
2: maybe they'll be playing in a Rose Bowl next year. We'd love to see him playing for the Roses, and maybe it'd be a better than this Rose Bowl. Although a close game, it was a good Rose Bowl. Good I, I didn't like. It. I thought Oregon played.
1: Herbly I love. Actually, that
2: was one of my favorite games that I watched. Oh, really? I thought it was. Kind I of a really slot. enjoyed the Rose Bowl, to be honest. Actually, you know with what? You?
1: I do have a game to talk about really quick, just because I had a personal bet on it. If that's okay? Yes, this I'll very... allow it. I'll allow it. All right. On uh, last Friday, I believe it was, I had Ohio <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> Ohio versus Nevada. Yeah, I had Ohio. I I I was smart. I took it the night before. I got. It. I was at home. Thursday night, I'm laying in bed. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And I'm laying in my bed, and I'm looking, and I'm like, you know what, I could go to bed, wait till the morning, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch some videos, see what people think about this game, and then I'll you know, do a little bit of research and see what I can come up with. And I did some stuff, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to bet them now. They were minus seven. I'm going to bet them now. So I did. I watched a few videos, everything I was looking at. I knew uh, Nevada had a couple key suspended players on defense. I took Ohio minus seven. Wake up in the morning. It's already up to seven and a half. I'm like, okay, that was good. Then it went up to eight. Then it was eight and a half. Then it was nine. It closed at 10. So I was like, wow, I really got lucky getting it at seven. Yeah. So the game goes on. You should you know tried to it. Nevada. I know that's what my, a buddy of mine told me to do. So the game goes on. Uh, they're up earlier. action. Nevada scored on the first possession, got a field goal. Then Ohio takes the lead. Anyway, long story short, towards the end of the third quarter, Ohio is up 30 to nine. With the ball at like Nevada's, to end the quarter at like Nevada's like 10 or something. They fumble. Nevada gets the ball. Nevada ends up scoring. They The extra point got blocked. So it was 30 to 15. Nevada gets the ball back off a fumble from Ohio. They score again. They go for two. They don't get it. So now it's 30 to 21. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And this was around the time I got home. Ohio has the ball. They're moving the clock. And then I something happened. They either fumbled or they had to punt. So Nevada gets the ball back. Nevada gets all the way down to the four. There's probably about three and a half minutes left in the game at this point. And Andy has seen me get screwed on bets before that I should have won. So for whatever reason, Nevada decided to get fancy, and they do a they do a pitch to their halfback, who then tries the the reverse to the wide receiver. The defender on Ohio tips his hand out, tips it, so it's a fumble. Ohio recovers it. I'm like, all we need is one first down. Andy has seen me before need that first down that I can't get. Sure enough, I don't get it. So now Nevada's getting the ball back, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, I'm going to lose because in my mind, I was like, they're down by nine. <laughs> yeah. It's a two-score game anyway. If they get in the field goal range, they're just going to kick the field goal. Right. So they get they get a first down, whatever they're moving. They throw a bomb. The guy catches it. They're at the four. So I'm like, I've lost. There's about two minutes left. It's first and goal at the four. First pass, in, first and goal, incomplete. Second and goal, incomplete. Third and goal, incomplete. So I'm like, oh, it's fourth down. They're going to kick a chip shot, 17-yarder, and I'm going to lose this game 30-24. to I don't know what it was. I don't know if the gods were with me or what. Nevada goes for it. They don't kick the field goal, even though it's a two-score game. Incomplete pass. Ohio gets it and it. 30-21 final. 30-21 final. Cover the seven. But for the people that waited too long, did they did not cover. They would not have covered the 10. Yeah. You're lucky you got it when you got it. Yeah, but uh, that was one of the luckier ones. and So I, I think so far that was my favorite. <laughs> Of the bowl games because of that's pretty cool. I had my own money cover. on that one, but I, it was yeah. that backdoor. It happens cover all the time. Cool the backdoor yeah. in every sport, the, mostly football and basketball, obviously, with the sports you generally will pick the spread. All the other ones are usually like puck line, money line, whatever. But the backdoor is always open in those sports. A lot of times we see it in basketball where a team can be up by 23 going into the fourth, they rest all their starters, they're favored by 13, they win by 11. Yep. You know, it happens all the time. So that's why it's scary. Now and that's why it's gambling. Uh, that's why we love
3: it. I do want to talk about maybe my favorite part of bowl season, which is a new phenomena in college football, is the alternative Gatorade bath for the huh. item of the sponsor of the bowl bath. Yeah, so I, I that saw a was pretty of those. damn awesome. You saw Herm Edwards take the the uh, Frosted Flakes. The Ohio coach took the Idaho potatoes. Yeah, they had French that. fries. <laughs> there was one other one, too, which I forget. The Cheez-Its has got to be in there, right? But the Cheez-Its was the last okay, one. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: The Cheez-It Bowl <laughs> in Tempe. I would have loved that one. I would have been mouth wide open. <laughs> <The> <laughs>
3: right, Northrop Grunman Bowl. <laughs> See, now, now right. Yeah, some guy just takes a bunch of, like, <laughs> bullets to the head. Okay, honestly. You know See, what? those could get out of hand, though, because if you think about it, like, let's say they wanted to do something cool for that for, like, the Meineke Car Care Bowl. And they just put they a bunch of up. like nuts or like like bolts and uh, and screws in the thing and throw it at the coach and it can get dangerous. Yeah, can get well, very dangerous. Or the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. What if they just throw a bunch of PlayStations at the guy? He can get hurt. He can get really hurt.
2: Yeah, haven't they done it with like the orange bowl? Like they put a bunch of oranges in it, right? Yeah, they've I've done. Seen I've seen that, that before. They so don't what?
3: dump it on the coach no. though.
2: Actually, yeah, that would hurt. That would hurt. That
1: hurt. Oranges yeah, would, are
2: pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah, oranges are heavy.
3: But I thought that was cool. I hope it. I hope. I hope we can see more of that. I yeah, hopefully we
2: uh, perpetuate this trend. Yes. So like, wow, yes. I didn't know about that, but that sounds great. But those guys
3: on Tony's take. This yeah. was their idea. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if we see this next year, you make sure you heard it here first, folks. But yeah, it was a good bowl season. Tennessee let us down. I think the uh, other uh, the ten-
2: other games, the other um, the near six weren't all that all that great. You know, Sugar Bowl was the uh that was Georgia Georgia. Yeah, there were some blowouts. Georgia, Georgia Baylor, Baylor Georgia put it game. on him. I lost
3: that one in my bet. Did you see Tennessee thirteen point comeback with five minutes left in the fourth quarter? I did not. Worst part about that? They yeah, they didn't cover the one and a half. They didn't cover the one and a half those sons of bitches. Yeah, that's
1: why when I, I mean I know you had to pick spreads I, in those, but it's like whenever I, I see Oh, spread yeah, that that's low, a money line. I just bet. go money line, yeah. But here's the thing though, I would
3: rather have seen Tennessee lose by 70. Yeah, and not come out oh, the second me, I've half. I've been there tons and, uh, of times, then and Then they lose by one and not cover. There's a one and a half point I've been spread. there
1: tons of times, and I agree. I Bastards. would much rather have my team lose by double digits than not be able to cover a one then and a half point spread. 13 points, <laughs> five minutes left. You can't where and can't cover one and a half. you get
2: fucked on hedging, too. Yeah? If you just took, uh, I think, uh, who were they playing? What was that game? Indiana. Yeah. Indiana. yeah. You Oosiers. said, oh, well, I'm going to take Indiana just to, just to win. Yeah. And <laughs> just to get my fucked. money back.
3: Oh my god! You lost on both ends there.
1: Yeah, that was tough. But we have one more left, one more game we left, do. right? Let's uh, we'll talk about. It. I mean, it is uh, it's the Tigers versus Tigers. We got LSU oh, versus Tigers. Clemson. Go Tigers! Like we briefly talked about, Clemson, Ohio State was a good game. Clemson was able to. It was a back and forth game. Clemson, Ohio State got out early, and then Clemson stormed back, had the lead. Ohio State took it back. Clemson took it back, and then it looked like Ohio State was gonna be able to maybe get a winning touchdown, and he threw an interception on a. Misread on whether it was the quarterback or receiver. Someone went the yeah. wrong way. But, uh, and then LSU did what we actually, what you talked about on the podcast is, uh, we pretty much predicted it was um, you said if LSU wanted to, you thought they could put up 70, 70 and 80. And I, did they put up 70 they or put they almost 63 did? up? I believe. Yeah. So they and they could have, if they wanted to, Oh, they easily could have for and, sure. And uh, that was an embarrassment for Oklahoma. It's what we expected. But uh, now it, we yeah, have they put
2: 63
1: up. Now we have LSU versus Clemson. So uh, I think we should all just, you know, Maybe give what we think is going to happen in that game.
2: I do want to say about that LSU-Oklahoma game, I don't know what the best solution is, but I feel like there were probably like seven better teams than Oklahoma. Auburn would have given them a better fight, even though they lost their bowl game. Well, Alabama State, definitely. Wisconsin, Oregon, any of these teams, I think, probably are better. It's just that Oklahoma happened to only lose once.
1: The only one I would argue almost is, I don't know if, like I'm still not convinced Utah would have maybe see, the, given them. See, and that's where you lose me in the argument is that like,
3: Utah's the real argument, right? Like they were the team in. They were the next team in. Granted, if Oregon didn't lose to ASU Go Devils, they were probably the next in line, but that didn't happen. That didn't come to fruition. Even in the last week of the year, Utah had a chance in the last week of the year. Yeah, last season, week of the year. Literally just just had had a win, and they're in. But if if you look at it from that respect, let's say Utah does get in. Then we're saying the same thing like, oh, I probably could have seen Oklahoma in the same position. And also,
1: and it was proven, too, because we didn't even talk about it. Utah lost their bowl game substantially, too, to Texas. They did. Who was not that impressive of a team all They have talent. They they, do have talent. They sure do, always.
2: Utah might have been the same thing as Oklahoma in that, I mean, had they beat Oregon, then they had a really good case because Oregon was also a really good team. But they didn't have the hardest schedule. They didn't have Oregon. Yeah, on no, their, I agree. Uh, right, the regular season. It, it is unfortunate yeah, that, that
1: Oklahoma and Utah were the two teams that it looked like we're going to end up playing them, and they were the and the two teams out of all those teams, in my opinion, that were the two worst teams of them of the top ten.
2: But also, we saw LSU smack down Georgia, who yeah m- probably might have been the fourth best team. Could have so. been.
1: Yeah, who knows? LSU so might. It, just did, be it didn't good. matter. It didn't matter. Truthfully, <laughs> I think there might only be two other teams that could compete with LSU, and they might have been Ohio State and Clemson. They, I, I, will, I, I firmly believe that's what it was, yeah, especially we'll Alabama
3: losing. I mean, I think Alabama would have been the only really one.
1: But you would have needed a healthy Tua. But you would also. have
3: probably needed a healthy Tua, uh, and obviously they can't if lose to doesn't Auburn. doesn't
1: they might have actually been in that game because they, they probably saying. would have beat Auburn. Which would have sucked because they already beat them.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Like, you know, that wasn't a great game.
3: But I, I, think, I think personally they got it right. Um, I, think that, I think Oklahoma was the right team. I really do. Even though obviously it didn't work out well for them. Um, I don't think Ideally. anybody was going to beat LSU. I still don't think anybody's going to beat LSU. But I think they got it right. I think that Oklahoma deserved to be there. Um, they're maybe not the most complete team in the league, but at least they had the wins to get there. And, I mean, I I think – I don't know. I don't know if Oregon deserved it. That Rose Bowl, unlike you, I think that was a great game. 27-28, like that was – that came down to the wire too. And so uh, I think they got it right. I'm going to stick with the fact that they got it right this year.
2: I think they got – it's fine. I think with the four-team setup, right. you, there's going to be always questions. Um, yeah, I just think ideally um, the Big 12 is just better, and we don't have this case where yeah. a one-win or one-loss team in the Big 12 happens to yep. not be that great. Yep, you got to put a little clout on that. Hopefully Texas is better. Hopefully Oklahoma State, these teams need to be better. There's a time when Big 12 was much better than this. For
3: so. sure. You're absolutely right. But how about some predictions? Yeah, are oh, we yes. doing predictions? So yeah, we'll, since we're not going to because next Monday we won't be recording until this till the day after. So no, we, yeah, we'll be doing it next Tuesday. Let's, uh, yeah, so, so apparently LSU um, five and a half Clemson five
2: and a half. They're getting they're they're
3: minus five and a half
2: versus, well, we versus did, Clemson. We did say this on the predictions podcast, so I think we all said LSU. We did so. Well, but now that we have the matchup,
3: I guess we can analyze. We, we it had it bit. last
2: time when we recorded it. Did we? Yeah,
1: I believe so. we already recorded on the thirtieth. Yeah, because yeah, we did this the day before New Year's Eve. You're right.
2: Yeah. So we did have it. A- so if, if it sounds like we're repeating, go we're back and listen
3: it. again to the other ones if you want. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, we'll go. We'll go further.
1: I mean, yeah. I Guess we go a little further. I, I think. Yeah. So I mean, I guess like I don't know. I still think my days are tied together. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Nothing's people.
2: changed. We're still sticking with LSU. Yeah. Which could be a problem because we saw what happened when so we here's agree the thing, with
1: like, the Saints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, poorly we'll get for into us. that one again here soon. but No, I mean, I think we all, I really did pretty much cover it on that thing. I just LSU just seems like it's their year, and they're just the stronger team. And I think Clemson, the problem was, was I think uh, Clemson kind of, I mean, I think Ohio State could have blown them out. I think Ohio State beat themselves. So I almost think that I just wouldn't be surprised if we get a game like last year where LSU ends up beating them. So, like gets out in the lead early and just holds onto it the way like Clemson did Alabama last
2: year, but, but what does just seem like. But Lawrence also, he's going to have no. to have the game of his life again. In that you can't you can't go multiple possessions in a row without scoring. But here's here's my like, other thing posted. though. On the other
1: side of it, I don't want to just stick only biased to LSU. Clemson is also very good. They've won twenty nine in a row. This starter is like what twenty five and oh or something like that in his career, mm-hmm. and. Honestly, I'm not too sure. Has LSU seen a defense like this all season? I don't think they have. I don't Alabama, either. maybe. I mean, but, even, but, but Alabama's they, they defense w- wasn't even like no because Auburn, not pull, Auburn great pulled forty five points up on so I, Alabama. I don't know, man, I a little bit of me just almost it just feels like it's, Clemson it's, is becoming like college's I, version of the Patriots right now, where it's like you don't you just yeah. look over them and then when they get there they win and then you're like oh there they are. No, again. I'm nervous. Well,
2: when are we I'm recording nervous. this again? What the Patriots? When are we recording this?
1: Yeah, I know, but that doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do know what you're talking about. I'm correct.
2: sometimes it has to come to an end.
1: Yeah, but I don't think – no, Obviously, it's, it's not the end of Well, they of can't win every year. Yeah, but Clemson is not you anywhere know, near the end. Yet.
3: Watching that game against um, Ohio State really made me have an appreciation for the athletes that Clemson has on offense because we talk about Trevor Lawrence all the time, but let's be real. I think Travis Etienne was the yeah. ACC's all-time rushing touchdown leader And then you look at those two freaking receivers. I mean, I know you got Chase, you got Jefferson, you got those three big guys on LSU that can all be pros, but you got T. Higgins, you got Justin Ross on Clemson. Like those two guys might be just as good as the two big guys for LSU. It's a great
2: receiver matchup.
3: It's going to come down, and and this is what's awesome about it. You got uh, Edwards Allaire. Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the backfield, fantastic running back for LSU. You got Travis Etienne in the backfield, fantastic running back for Clemson. You got Higgins and Ross for Clemson uh, split out wide. You got Chase, you got Jefferson, you got those guys split out wide for LSU. Those defenses, probably comparable, right? Although I think Dabo Swinney's a great coach. Coach O is is phenomenal as well. Those are also pretty comparable. This game's going to come down to quarterback play. I think this game is going to come down to who outduels who. Is it Trevor Lawrence, the young guy that wants the second national championship, or is it the old veteran, 23 years old, that's pretty old for a college player who's having arguably the greatest season of any college quarterback? Yeah. Right As far as wins yeah. are concerned and stringing them together are concerned. So I really line. see an even matchup across the table for this game. I think it's going to come directly down to quarterback play. Who can manage the game best? Who could turn the ball over least? And who can find his receivers and make the big plays? Because across the board, I think these teams are very, very evenly matched. Skill-wise, athleticism-wise, big-name prospect-wise, I think it comes directly down to the quarterback play. Wouldn't so. it be
2: great... If Lawrence was also a junior and was going to come out and then the, had the battle the win- for the number one pick, right? The here. winner of this
3: game was
1: the determination yeah. the, of who is the number see one. Like Andy Dalton
2: hit? is there and he hands the football off. To <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's the one that presents the award. Yeah, yeah. that would be good. <laughs> yeah. You just paint some tiger
3: stripes on there. <laughs>
1: Which just funny. Bangle cause a, stripes a, I was going to say, because I'm a tiger. Tiger also. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah this is very likely the next two number one picks in the draft.
3: Uh, I would say probably 100% unless Trevor Lawrence, yeah, let's not Finds say that. out that he wants to play water
1: polo or something like that. Which you never know. You never know. You guys think I'm good at football.
2: You should see me you in the water. You should see me in the water. You should see me a Speedo. XFL takes off. He's like, I'm actually going there. Yeah. yeah those uh, guys are having fun. I
1: always dreamed of going for three.
3: <laughs> so, it'll be interesting. It will be. It's going to be a good game. Next time you hear from us, it'll be one yep. day post. We will have a national championship. So, two champion. days post, technically, when you hear us. So, we'll have a national championship. Then, go Go <laughs> Tigers.
2: But yeah. So we said spread five and a half. Are you gonna take LSU to win but Clemson? Fuck man. I I don't know. All
3: that that whole analysis that I just gave I honestly, about the
2: quarterbacks five and just a-
3: popped into my head. Right now I just manufactured that as we were sitting here. I never gave that any thought until
1: this moment yeah. right here. So now I'm
3: second guessing myself.
1: I would I honestly think if I had to do it, I would go Clemson plus five and a half. I, I just think even it's if LSU does win, I think it's going to be an ugly game. Not ugly game, but I mean like a good game. Like yeah, I could see a 34-30 type game or some twenty-seven thirty type game. You know, I, I don't think this is going to be the blowout that right we people might expect or that we saw last year. I just right. think that no, it, it it guaranteed
3: it won't be. Yeah, and this so will be a good it, game. So Clemson will not if, get blown out. If
1: I'm a gambling man right now,
3: I think maybe I take Clemson plus five and a half just because it's going to be close, but. As far as money line straight up is concerned, I keep saying it over and over again. I just think Joe Burrow's got that twinkle in his eye. Even if it comes to a last uh, second two minute drive two minute drill to get his team in field position. So Kay York kicks the game winning field goal. I still think that Burrow gets it done. But that five and a half is like, you son of a bitch. That may, Vegas made this very hard game to pick, I think. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're good at that. They know what they're doing. It would have been easier if it was three and a half or seven and a half. But this five and a half right in the middle, yeah. it's like no man's land. It's like. Like,
1: legitimately, if and it was wasn't two and like a half or seven or, or six and a half. And it wasn't like it got bet up to that or bet down to that. I mean, it opened around That's there. The line. It's, it'll move and a it, little it, bit. it'll stay there for, like, this was like last year, I remember. It'll stay put. It's like the Super Bowl, too. That one week, it stays put, and then At the, slowly right, it'll maybe right. go up half a line, go down, and then it goes back and forth, back and forth. I mean, you see it all the time, but, yeah. But, uh. We're gonna move on to the from college to the pros. Move yeah,
2: we're, and, uh before we talk about any uh, games, we're gonna talk about the uh, the firings. That's always fun. See, so yeah, the loser so lose we, jobs. Yeah, right?
1: once the the season ended, we got some uh, some firings, and I think uh,
2: was, so. We yeah, it's, we it's had a, some a of them. three at the end of the season. One just announced what a couple of days ago. Uh, but Freddie Kitchens, yeah, good move. To See Freddy ya. Kitchens.
1: Yeah, that was a, a circus going on in Cleveland. Yeah, God, uh, clown Schumer. show. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, that was a clown really was. show.
2: Pat Shermer with the Giants—he should have turned the them around in the first place. But they yeah. had two bad seasons. Long guy to go with oh yeah, and then uh, Jason gary has been there for like 15 years as a coach. I think 12 is the head coach or something like that. Something so crazy. that was I, that
1: was one that a lot of people were waiting for. That was the kind of the big one. Yeah, it's
2: yep. one of those things where Dallas has tons of talent, and they've actually won games, but they haven't won big games, and so people just wanted to move, in. and that that happens. No, I don't you want know. change. I, I don't think he's as bad as. He became no, he's, like he's made out not, to be, but I think it just wasn't a right fit anymore. And that's what's very sad is that like he played for the Cowboys and it seemed like he's part of the Cowboys family, right?
3: And and there, I, you know, probably a bigger reason of why he stayed around as long as he did is because he probably almost changed his name to Jason yeah. Garrett hyphen Jones.
2: And that, there were and some... so he got
3: coddled. They, you know, he was coddled.
2: There's some speculation that the reason he wasn't fired until uh, this past Sunday is that they've been trying to work out something where he steps aside and he becomes an advisor to the team to kind of spare him those feelings. And he's like, fuck that. I'm, I'm a coach. He is. I'll go a, be an offensive coordinator somewhere and I'll get another job. Well,
3: now his name so. is in the, is in the hat for the giants offensive coordinator yeah. position. I heard that today.
2: So yeah, go, go prove yourself. I, I have no problem with nope, that. None at all. Um, we also had two mid season firings, Ron Rivera and uh, Jay Gruden, Ron yeah, Rivera. Jay Gruden a while ago. Ron Rivera already been announced to replace Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. Um, the Panthers, just uh, hired Matt Rule Matt of Rule. Baylor, mm-hmm. um, so Baylor had a great turnaround, and now he's there. Which
3: you know, I uh, today or yesterday, I, I forget which one. I I was like, let me look at Matt Rule's um, coaching career, and do you know that the only um, the only. NFL experience he had, and I forget which years it was, but the only NFL experience Matt Rule has is he was an assistant defensive line coach with the Giants. Other no, than that, a, he was the head coach at Temple and he was the head coach at Baylor. So it, it's very surprising to me because, yeah. like, I've heard the name before, but I don't know what pedigree he has, what coaching tree he came from. And so the fact that he only has assistant defensive line coach experience in the NFL kind of blew my mind, especially because, you know, if it was like the Browns, or someone else who got rid of a shit coach. That's one thing, but or the Redskins even. You got rid of Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, who a lot of people think should still be coaching the Panthers. Yeah. And who got a job yeah, simultaneously. <laughs> so, that was interesting to me that the Panthers went from a guy who has had continued success to a guy who never even spent more than 3-4 years in an
2: NFL locker room. So, yeah. it was interesting hire. So this is a different sport, but it's a different, also a coach thing. Um, the Knicks—they fired their coach, you know, a month ago or something. They've actually played much Disney. better, yeah, under Mike Miller, who I assumed was Mike Miller the player, yeah. And it turns out <laughs> it's no, it's, like an, it's an old white guy, who different was Mike Miller, like six years ago, the head coach of at UC Riverside. Oh wow. And then from there, he became the coach of the G League team for the Knicks, and became ended so up a little, becoming the head coach. Little local
1: for us, so it's like
2: that—that's a big step up. That's the head coach cool. at UC Riverside to the New York fucking Knicks, really. In six years, like eh, he he did well. Um, but yeah, elsewhere, uh, the Giants hired a replacement for Shermer. They got a wide receiver Joe coach. Judge. That's Joe Judge. That's what his name, wide receiver coach for the Patriots. Um, you know that's something we'll have to judge. You know, a year from now. Uh, Well, that was not a pun intended pun, but um, (laughs) uh, the thing with the Patriots is that it's like, okay, they're a model organization, but they said he worked a lot with the special teams. Patriots always have good special teams.
3: Always do, and special teams are a very important thing, and And there's some good coach head coaches that are special teams guys. John Harbaugh was a special teams guy, and he translated well, obviously, so I mean, I don't blame any team whether it be the lions, whether it be the broncos back in the day, whoever it may be, whether it be the dolphins, I really don't judge any team for taking somebody out of Bill Belichick's tree. Don't yeah. even if they're young and inexperienced, I I'm not going to hate on them too much just because I mean, the
2: guy's done what he's done for a reason, right? Yeah, th- there's more to being a head coach than like scheme. You know, For you're sure. thinking like, oh well, Belichick, no one's going to top that. But if you're learning, I don't know how good Belichick is, and just managing a staff and organizing a team, I imagine amazing because he's amazing and everything. Um, so if you learn learn from that, like, right. you don't know that this guy. He said, maybe he knows Jason Garrett's a veteran. I'm going to hire this guy. He's going to be a great offensive coordinator. Yeah, and you know, I'm going to hire a great defensive coordinator. Exactly, uh, and, and a lot of times that's the uh, thing. Wade is,
3: Phillips is available. Wade Phil, unfortunately, I miss you, Wade. Gramps is available, but that's the thing is like head coaching job. Guys get too in and over their head when they try to do it all. Yeah. You got to have a guy that can manage expectations, that can set the tone in a locker room, that can discipline a team, and that can plug and play good coordinators. Because not a lot of successful coaches call their own plays. Look at Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is not necessarily an X's and O's type guy. And he has had a bunch of success. He doesn't call his own plays. Never has. Right. Um, and so, you know, if you could find a guy like that, I, I, and especially a guy like that that came out of Bill Belichick's camp, I'm okay with it. And yeah. if I'm a Giants fan, I'm
1: a lot fucking happier than oh, you Pat Shermer You got a young coach now and he kind got a, uh, who comes from, like we just said, good background yeah you know, he was, I think he said with what,
2: uh, yeah, like you said, Belichick and Saban and He also stuff. doesn't yep. look like an idiot, like Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> That's like when you yeah. when you look at I'm like oh Big wow that's the oof. guy like, I, like I, yeah. I just I mean that might be unfair these, but no it's no it it's no it's fair a
1: look it also seems hey, like no, you I sh-
2: said it today it is fair
3: it one hundred percent I was talking about my my business part today it is fair for you to say that
1: and it's like I feel like a lot of these younger coaches too I've, and like nowadays just with the way things just seem like they are analytics and everything I feel like they get these younger quarterbacks younger players a little better also and stuff. yeah so I think like having a young Quarterback, and then the fact that they're the number what four pick in this year's draft, so they're going to get get another young stud at some position, whether it be a receiver, a you know defensive player, offensive player, whatever.
2: So you don't think it's a good idea to hire a retread coach that was a coach somewhere else for fifteen? I I think
1: I I think it depends on the team. I think like like I don't think a young coach could go coach Tom Brady right now. I feel like or something or a veteran quarterback, which is a very interesting question. Could he coach Dak Prescott? See, Dak Prescott's kind of in that blue line, like that because line area right he does now. Have because, a new coach. yeah,
3: one of the winningest coaches. Yeah, so that one I'm okay with.
1: Okay, because I do like in that in that situation for Dallas, especially because Dallas is. Let's all know it's as they say in quotes, America's team. Whatever they're they're always a popular team. They're like yep. the Yankees for baseball. It's like yep. they're they're always on TV. It doesn't matter. Like they're. You see the flag. doesn't matter what state you're in. You see Dallas flags everywhere. You see people wearing jerseys. Makes me and nauseous. Mike McCarthy, you know, he had, a, you know, in his time with Green Bay, he was successful. He won a Super Bowl. Well,
3: he, I think he automatically is, the, has the third, or tied for the second most playoff wins of any current head coach the minute he took the job. Yeah. Because uh, he has, or uh, Belichick has 20. Oh, I wonder if that's number one. <laughs> and him and somebody else had 10.
2: Imagine uh Pete Carroll has a lot. Maybe it
3: wasn't maybe it was trips to the playoffs.
2: Yeah, Beltrick has more than 20 Sorry, wins. Just it was Brady, trips to the Brady playoffs. 30. It was years
3: years in the playoffs. Years uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Nevertheless though, right? You hire a guy with 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 that kind of resume and a guy who uh can probably take some good credit for making Aaron Rodgers into the player that he was, although a guy with raw talent like that's going to be successful no matter what, but
1: Yeah. Well, also, like, McCarthy's always been high on Rodgers because wasn't McCarthy with San Francisco when they passed on Rodgers and he wanted to get Rodgers? I always thought I remember hearing that. What was the question again? I, I'm sorry. I actually when, don't know what he was When doing. Aaron Rodgers was drafted, I, this, the Niners, I believe, passed on him, and I think McCarthy was with the Niners organization and Mike wanted McCarthy to get him. McCarthy
2: was before Rodgers, though. He coached Brett Favre. Oh, yeah, yeah, he then maybe.
1: did coach Brett Favre. Yeah, but Rodgers was there when Brett Favre was there.
2: I know. So, I'm saying, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, he was the 49ers offensive coordinator in two thousand five. Seems about hired the by the Packers time. In yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: that was the thing. So he's always been a Rogers guy. So it's like he, yeah. He. So I would agree with that. I think he probably did help shape Rogers yeah. even more because he was definitely someone that saw something in Rogers from the beginning. Yeah. And gave get sh- well. I mean, he was obviously great at Cal, but oh
3: yeah, so I know. But I, it's, I'm it's saying good like to have a guy like still, that. But like he the
1: Niners, you f- could be great somewhere, but it's it's very rare that end up being the type yeah. of player in Rogers. No, is. And I
3: and Dak Prescott probably needs a guy like that, a guy that's seen success. Because let's be honest, Jason Garrett hasn't seen much success.
2: Yeah, although Dallas Dallas's offense was totally fine this year. Yeah, it was number well, it was like number it was number, it. No, it, no, was,
1: it was number one for a while. I think it was number one. I yards. think it ended the season well, number two behind Baltimore. Yeah. It, okay, but I I'm mean, just saying it's number two offense. No, no, you're absolutely correct. The They're going to
3: retain Kellen Moore. Yeah, right. They're supposed to be retaining Kellen Moore, sure but I'll will. also challenge you and say, I mean, how many times have we seen Matt Stafford throw for five thousand yards and they haven't won a goddamn right, thing? Yeah, the
2: Cowboys were definitely a, they were a team that beat up on shitty teams, and lost every good team they played. Right. That was their season this year.
3: I agree.
1: So Yeah. And it happens sometimes. You know, they say numbers don't lie, but honestly, sometimes they kind of do.
2: <laughs> you know, it's I, funny. I think, I think what they show is that there's plenty of potential. I was offense. watching. Yeah, it's I a was, talented offense. I
3: was watching first take before work the day that he got hired, and it was breaking news. Like, they stopped the show, and Molly Caram broke the news to Stephen A. Smith and, and Max Kellerman and um, Rex Ryan and U were up there. And the way they broke the news was Shefty was like, yeah, it was reported that, uh, you know, on Monday night, uh, Mike McCarthy stayed over at Jerry Jones's house. And I was like, oh, did he? (laughs) What did they do when he stayed the night? Did they have a little kumbaya? Maybe a couple
1: s'mores by the fire? When I heard that, too, I wonder how he got that job to me. That's so weird. So weird. It's your whole Hollywood. Like, I mean, everybody's obviously depending on how your mind goes. Everybody's mind goes in different places. But to me, it just seems like definitely one of those like hollywood type things yeah. like oh we're gonna stay hey, at this old billionaire's house yeah. hey,
3: hey mike why don't you stay in the guest house for yeah. the night
1: we'll talk in the morning yeah like jerry old perv yeah i know really uh, who knows what uh, it's just funny to think about that was funny but so jerry jones has even more money than a lot of these people in hollywood that do weird pervy things oh i mean he probably does some weird pervy oh, things. oh absolutely you have to when you have that much money in your
3: oh dude i'd be doing so many pervy oh, things yeah. Oh, I'd I, do, I do. I do. with pervert. not even close to that much money. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. I hundred few hundred bucks to my name. on not like Epstein style stuff, but okay, like well, pushing none of us are on, that
2: extreme.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Let's, I just let's, had to be said. Let's move on. Let's move on to this last weekend and the actual games played.
1: Yeah, we had some uh, wild <laughs> wild card
2: weekend. The first we'll just, game. We'll yeah, yeah, the first was game say, is we'll always it's always the worst one. They always put the the like the the D game. Saturday at one thirty.
1: Until it wasn't though. Was it though? I, don't well, know I mean the was, matchup.
2: So Bill, Bills Texans. Great game. Well they Bill's know what's going to get great So I want to shake off offense. Really
1: quick about that game. So I did I actually did some real betting this weekend for the first time in a while. And I well, went, you mean
3: we always do real betting. Yeah with yeah picks, you're right you're
1: right. You know. And I, uh, we but got I money went, behind that. I went uh, three and one, and that game was one of the ones I won. But here's the funny thing about that game: spread was two and a half. And I'm sitting there, and I was like, everything I liked, I liked the Bills. And honestly, the Bills for, you know, three and a half quarters were the better team. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I like the Bills, I like the Bills. And I was looking over at Carter, friend of the show who was uh, with us at the time, and I uh, I looked at him, I'm like, you know what, I know it's going to be a little expensive, but I just have a feeling this is a game that could come down to a last-minute field goal. I'm going to buy Buffalo up to three and a half. And that's what I did. And the better part about all that is when it went into overtime. I got nervous and took Houston money line. Won both. <laughs> oh so
0: yeah,
1: one of the most, funny. one of
3: the more bizarre games that like just just so much weird shit happened. Like, also, like we saw a punter spike a ball. Yeah, did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah with punter when they wanted the ball, to go for it one more time. They, they kicked a game winning field goal on first down. The opening, which kickoff. I was very okay with, <laughs> right? I'm oh, sure you were, but you yeah. don't see that very no, often. You, you just wanted so, to end it. They were scared,
2: so I came over here because I had uh, an event with, That's right. with Sean. So I didn't see the end of the game. I wanted to watch the end of the game. When I left, do you remember when I left? No. So this was what just happened. Bills looked like they were there to take the to tie the game. They were down twenty to yeah. seventeen at that point. Or 19, uh, 19 Nineteen sixteen. Yeah, and then Josh Allen took a terrible sack. And oh, like fourth did. and 27, yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, the smart move. They have three timeouts. So they're going to punt it, try to pin them deep. And they went, and for, it they went for it And They went for it. And they got and that's sacked when again. I went. That's when I went in the car and never saw it. So what happened after
1: that was he got sacked again, and they got <laughs> all the way down to Buffalo's 40, and I'm like, I'm going to lose because they're going to kick a field yeah. goal. And thankfully, it became fourth and one, and I said they should just go for it because they're already kind of pinned deep. Why risk a field goal getting blocked or even missing? And they did go for it, and they actually got stuffed because it is a good Bills defense. And then what, I don't know if you – did you ever see highlights of that, Andy?
0: No.
3: Because Josh really Allen
1: got, had a, the broke timing. a run.
3: Made this lateral. He yeah. Was like,
1: With 40 seconds left. He had like a four For no reason. He had already gotten the first down. As he's about to get tackled, he just <laughs> throws it, backwards. it behind him. He was already and halfway it to the, the ground. I was like, dude, are you mad? And God Did you, bless you lose your goddamn marbles, Josh God, God Allen? God bless his tight end for having the wherewithal knocks, yeah. to dive out backwards, and too. knock the ball out of bounds.
3: Because if he hit it forwards, it would have been an illegal... Uh, yeah
1: forward pass and it would have been a penalty Uh, penalty yeah i don't know what he was doing he he, so the one thing i will say about that game with what i noticed with josh allen because we've never seen him in a big big playoff game that was his first playoff first playoff game and what i was gonna what i was saying was i think he we really it really showed that in that big situation especially after blowing a big lead he he broke down like that was not the same man Earlier in the game, he no. started doing some very questionable things. No, he did, and, and you know especially what? Especially when he throw it over, like yeah. it was like I thought we well, were in the schoolyard. And
3: what makes him good? Like first and second down, they look like they should be playing pee wee football. Third down, though, in this game, they were like looked like they were the the. Yeah you know the Ravens this year right but But he's so good off schedule yeah he's so good outside of the pocket he's so good making plays with his
1: legs he can't do it all the time but when he does it it's like this guy's a fucking wizard but the other interesting thing is that I heard during the game they were talking about him and he said like he admits that like before games he'll get like nervous and like that's how some people are yeah and he even said that he would uh like it kind of sometimes takes him a slow start, and then once he gets in the rhythm, he's good. And it was like the opposite that game. He started off really good, and then it was once they came back, it was almost yeah. like those nerves happened, and then all of a sudden it was like, but hey, you gotta I mean he still did drive them down, they got the field goal, and then over time each team ended up with a couple possessions until Deshaun Watson, he had to give it to him, got hit by both those guys, somehow stayed on his feet. That was a third down play.
3: Ridiculous she, yep. she throws it down Deshaun to his Watson running is- back.
1: And he took it all the way down to about the yep. what the six or seven like yep. that the eight or something. That's not that's not going to be the
3: last duel those two quarterbacks have in the AFC. I don't think.
1: Yeah, they're two good young they're quarterbacks.
3: They're going to be though. two good young quarterbacks, and they're going to have. I think they're going to have some serious games together.
2: So. All right. Well, this fun, fun game. Uh, yeah, this next game I also miss because I had a, an event. This seems to always happen. I always miss playoff games. You, well, you commit here's the, the things. It's th- a Saturday. You forget. Yeah, like, oh, see, shit.
3: here's the thing, Andy. Um, don't invite me to anything on a Saturday or a Sunday during football okay. season, because chances are I'm gonna say no. Yeah. And if you have a wedding, if someone has a wedding or uh, something like that during a Saturday, Sunday during football season, I won't be in attendance. And I commend you for going to yeah. what you had to go to, because I would have said, nah. Very sorry, won't be there. Send my send my best regards. Yeah. So props to you for going.
2: Yeah. Well, I had my phone out, but I, you know, it's not the same. It's not then, the same. It never well, did. it was great when you when I checked the score. Okay, 14, 13. and then you checked the score again. Like fucking refresh phone, refresh. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess nothing actually happened. Yep. So. Well, you guys, take, um, you guys take it away here. One of the coolest.
3: I, I mean. It was it was a good I mean, it was a great game. I don't know what Ryan Tannenhill's got a horseshoe up his ass or something because he has just been winning, winning, winning. But how about the Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick exchange late in the game? when Mike Vrabel was taking the penalties on the punt he was playing Bill Belichick's own game yeah and he, he wasted a, what was it a minute a he wasted, wasted a minute 11 or minute, something like that minute 13 minute or, 30, or whatever yeah. it was but what's funny is Bill Belichick did that 2 weeks earlier yeah and you could see how pissed Bill Belichick was and that's like kind of like the uh, the the student has become the teacher in that regard because Mike Vrabel obviously played uh, under um, Bill Belichick and so to see Mike Vrabel, who by the way I love, yeah, do something like that to the Patriots was awesome. He is unapologetic. He doesn't give well, a shit. That guy just plays. You see you him also, doing push-ups before the game. Uh, That's a football guy, actually, right there. I did. I did. I did. Doing push-ups on the field and doing but planks also and shit on I, the field. I
1: I thought I saw that. I don't remember it correctly, but it said something about Bill Belichick versus like recently versus like former coaches and they've gotten like, like four out of the last. He's six only games. Like, and he's also only like fourteen and thirteen or something lifetime against. Former coaches or something like that, or former people. It's well, like I thought he had a good record against his former coach. Well maybe it was, but I I don't know recently, recently for, sure. for your right. I think he four out of the last six I did, games. He I thought lost. I saw something that said it wasn't like
3: that. So great. To see Mike Vrabel out Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick was oh, really yeah. freaking cool to see. Um and Derrick Henry is an absolute fucking monster, dude. Oh my oh, he God. Is, he is. What it's, a workhorse. He might carry them to he, he might carry them to a Super Bowl. They got yeah, a lot of teams to really go through, will. but yeah, they have a mean, hard road. But and you know what's tough? A team like that, where you, you like, let's say they go up against the Ravens, right? What's the biggest, what's gonna what's the, probably the biggest way to take the Ravens down, Andrew. keep Lamar Jackson off the field.
1: Yeah. And they will. They're going to be able to, and that, they are the one crocs.
3: team right now in the NFL that's left that is able to just keep the opponent's offense off the field. And so I I don't know
1: man, I think the Titans can make a run. I I do too. I already oh. have a gut feeling that I feel like whoever wins the Super Bowl this year, I think we're going to see a, a maybe a, a 5 or 6 seed in there. Yeah. I mean or, or you Could know at be? least a 4 or something. I just feel like there's let's been
2: just, what? Let's save this for the preview. Aren't we at the I guess okay. All right. I'm sorry. I ruined the uh flow there. I'm just Okay
3: all right, well. I don't even know what to do with my hands now. what do we do what do we do here? What happens? I was saying, now?
2: We're gonna preview the the Ravens Titans game. Okay, so let's, Got let's, it. let's 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 go through all this. Well
3: Sunday, January 5th <laughs> we had the <laughs> NFC wild card games. Oh one thing I wanted to mention that I thought was fucking weird. I don't know if you guys saw this, but at the Patriots Stadium in the post game right when it was done, I don't know if you saw Brady went down that little tunnel in the behind the bench but they have a little tunnel behind the bench to get into the locker room. But I also saw guys walking up the big tunnel on the side of the stadium to go to the locker room, and I thought that was bizarre. So if any of our listeners can explain that to me, that would be fantastic. A new cheating
2: but scheme? Is that I,
3: maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I'm like, do they just have, like, two locker rooms or – Maybe only like Brady and Edelman can go down the little tunnel that makes it easier. And everybody else is kind of walking by the other s- side of the... Brady yeah. went straight to his car. He went straight. Just, no, he went straight to his helicopter and just flew home. Uh, but that was my last thing from there. I thought that was interesting. So if anybody can explain that to us, um, go ahead and call in. We'll get you on the podcast next week. All right. <laughs> but uh, how about some uh, NFC wildcard action? Um, the, the bad game, game for us, the depending, the the depressing game for the Tony's take trio here. uh, Vikings beat the Saints twenty six to twenty.
2: Well, you know, I was rooting for the Vikings despite. Yeah, I had actually picking the Saints.
1: Yeah, I I wasn't. So I don't know why. I just it was wasn't. bittersweet for me. I, I was cheering for the Vikings. Too. I'm a big I actually Drew, had I the like Vikings, Drew Brees man. I had the I Vikings plus you know, seven and a half, so I was. Yeah.
3: No, I think that was a great bet.
2: Yeah. Vikings slow. plus
3: seven and a half, I think, was a fantastic bet. That was one bet that I had my eye on before the game, strictly because of seven and a half. Yeah. It's a lot but I don't know. I wanted to see Breeze do it. I, I, you know, we talked about it. I had him in my Super Bowl. You had him in yours, but you had him yeah, in your we'll Super so Yeah, we'll see. I just thought he was going to be able to pull it off. I like, I mean, Kirk Cousins is all right. I like Mike Zimmer. I like a lot of their team. Everson Griffin was one of my favorite players when he was at SC. So, they got a good squad. They got great skill players, man. Yeah, nice to have Dalvin Cook back. Nice to have, have an Adam Thielen back. Oh, yeah. Who did not do too much, but you could tell he was out there as a little bit of a decoy. Big fumble. He, he, he did. He yeah, did. but
1: after that fumble was early, he actually did do a decent amount. He actually had like seven catches for like did 124 he? or something. Oh, and shit. he had the well, He had the big catch in overtime yeah. that got him down right, to like yeah. the goal line. So that was an
2: incredible you, catch! You could tell it was, wasn't even looking.
1: It was nope. nice having like you could tell cousins like getting Thielen back healthy is going to be big for them. Huge! I feel like short term, memory, people have already kind of forgotten it. not every, not us, but like a lot of people I feel like kind of forgot already. Like because he wasn't effective in fantasy this year because of his injuries. Like how good Thielen is. Thielen's when he's fantastic. Well, how about let's not
3: forget how good Kyle Rudolph could be. Yeah, he caught oh, yeah. that game winning touchdown pass, which was pass interference, by the way. Yeah, but he can be a big weapon. Those four guys, Cook. Yeah. Thielen, Ru- Rudolph, and Diggs. Yeah. That might be th- some of the four best um, skill players in football on the uh, same I mean, team. I mean, I
1: think they're the best receiving duo left.
3: Left? Left?
1: Yeah, I would say so too.
3: Uh, I mean, I don't know, if you DeAndre count, count,
2: Hopkins and Will Fuller. I would say if you count good. Travis Kelsey as a receiver, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey is the best. Yeah, That's
3: probably the best yeah. duo left, but purely receivers. Yeah, I would agree right. with you. Diggs and Thielen, purely wide receiver. Yeah. That's the best duo left, for sure. So we'll see how far they can go. I know their defense is a little bit banged up. Um, but, you know, and let's just talk about it real quick. I know that the NFL did not review it. But if we're talking by the book, if we're going by the book, the rule of law, Kyle Rudolph definitely pushed off.
2: Yeah, it just it, it's small enough that they don't it ever call so, that. So here's the thing.
3: <laughs> if he, if he would have thrown the flag on the field,
2: yeah, and they it would have been upheld. Yeah.
3: If he would have thrown offensive yeah. P.I. on the field and then – the Saints, or and then the Vikings challenged that, and it went to booth review. They would have upheld the offensive pass interference, I think. And so once again, the Saints get it right up the keister. <laughs> Two years in a row, they get eliminated on blown pass interference calls. That how one about wasn't that? As,
1: nearly as blatant. No, as last it was year. not as
3: blatant, but I mean, it was a it was a pass interference and, call. And the Vikings
2: would have still kicked the field. And goal, and that's the thing is is, is well, actually, saying, well,
1: first off, how do we even know that? Because if that would have been pass interference, he caught it. It would have been third back down 15 again, yards. Yeah. So, I mean, they most who they knows if they would have scored. There could have even been a defensive hold. I mean, we can go on the list forever.
3: Of course. I'm just saying I, it needs to be said that it happened to the Saints again, and it could have been a pass interference. It score.
2: was also – it's something that you don't see all – like you, you see refs kind of ignore that, or at least yeah. maybe they didn't get a great look, so they can't call it. Sure. That would have been insane if they took the win off the board and <laughs> – in, I honestly think it would have been everyone Not in my I think it would have been way
1: more controversial if they would have said pass interference because, like Andy just said, it would have taken away the win. And let's say they would have just gotten a field goal and Breeze did march the field, whether he got them a field goal or a touchdown. And then I think it would have been the opposite; it would have had all these Vikings fans and heat like, oh my god, yeah. But uh, the last game, the battle of the birds, probably the most. In my oh. opinion, the most boring game. I mean, we didn't, it, obviously, you know, it sucks that Carson Wentz went down early for people that enjoyed watching the game because then you bring in, I already forgot his name, he's so old. McCown. McCown. Josh McCown. Who debuted back in 2002 for the Cardinals, and it's just like, yeah, that my was God. incredible when I saw that. <laughs> I know, I'd I was forgotten like, Shit, that too. he's
2: before Rivers and Roethlisberger and stuff, that, like that's crazy. Yeah, like back into
1: that, like he was, just, you know, like,
2: you know, it was so early in the year. Like
1: we had barely just gotten into. The 2000s yeah. when 2000s. was around. He was in the 90s playing Oh, too. I wasn't even in high school. Then I wasn't either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Sounds I was. Well, yeah, I was, down, I was actually definitely not in high school. I don't even know if I was in junior high yet. Oh 02, 02. You're probably in. You're probably well, seventh. If he grade. got drafted in April. You're right, though. His debut. Oh, 2 we in I would have seventh, been
3: seventh grade. grade. Yeah. But I mean, I don't have much to say about that game. It was no. not a dirty hit on Clever von Clowney.
1: I never even saw the hit. I don't care. It either. was not a dirty hit. Glenn he was sucks. a runner.
3: He did not. He did not give himself up. I mean, granted, it was helmet to helmet, but it was it, it was incidental, and I I don't think it was a dirty hit. I think it was the right call. Sucked for Wentz because once again he goes down in the
2: playoffs. Well, and it, that it wasn't a like leg injury or something. That it's like oh he has a he has a reputation now, and this is kind of a random thing. You can rock his know. dumb, yeah, yeah. So that's sad, and that was also. They, Let me they ask had you guys. They a They got question. sacked on fourth down. That was. Let me terrible. ask you
3: guys a question here. Do you do you guys like Russell Wilson? Yeah, as, I, a, as I, a person. Yes, no. you know what I'm talking about. No,
2: he's weird. Why is he weird? It all seems fake. <laughs> okay, like he's so like <laughs> nice. Where it's like, okay, I need to be the leader. I need to be nice. Like it's all calculated. Okay, is it seems like all right.
3: Yeah, I, I love him. I'm a big morals guy.
1: I, I like, I, I like love him, what he does, but I hate. Like betting against him because I've done it way too many times, and, and he's just—he's he like, that type of guy you that you, all frustrated. You, you can't get him off the field on third down. It seems like, at least whenever I have money against him, you can't because he's the type of guy. It'll be third and eleven. Like I think if there was a play similar to that. Yeah, and he runs, and when he's in the open field, you're like, no one's going to tackle him, are they? And then he's all of a sudden he's butter, and everybody goes after him, and they can't grab him, yeah. and all of a sudden he just squeezes yeah. himself in for a sixteen yard run, and then perfectly yeah. slides in the third because he is a he is a baseball player also. Yeah, no, I I, I
2: I love him as an athlete. I liked him in, at NC State when he had, I think he had, like, a crazy record where, like, no interceptions for a whole season. Yeah, or and then news. he went
3: to Wisconsin and murdered. I don't know. I had a conversation with a buddy recently who's a big Russell Wilson hater. And hater is the proper term if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I, would, I, I just, wouldn't go
2: as far as a hater. Just say, like, I don't buy it. Buy
3: it. I, I buy it because he's always been like that since college he's always been like that he's never deviated from that you've never seen him out at the club being a thug he's never pretended to be anything that he's not the guy's a nice guy i don't see anything fucking wrong with that and i like that
2: would you not want your future son to be just like russell wilson when i I don't think it's authentic that's why but i but i think wrong with with being i do think it's authentic and i don't think think he's not a bad person i think he but i think he's on more so of you, think, you think
3: you think you re- think deep down he's not like a oh thank you miss Mister uh, sir I, ma'am type no, I guy. Think
1: what Andy's more saying is like he goes out there and like like how you saw All those interview. post game interviews like are when you the saw the, the thing where he's like. Hey Coach, how's Carson doing? Oh, he's good. Like I think Annie's more of the type. Yeah, like, I think yeah, he fuck knew he, the Carson. cameras were on him.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I think he knew. Like, oh, I will be on the internet if I make a show. Like he's a sly guy. The coach. That's see how I see Okay,
3: it. I, I get where you're coming he's from, and, and this is the this is the odd this is the argument that I had. Sly guy. But, but let me ask you this question: Have you ever seen him
2: be anything other than that? So you're saying like. He slips up sometimes and is Yeah. Do you, have so, any, do you have any. No, evidence because it proves to me I mean, the I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not. Because I don't them. think he's a bad guy. Well, I don't guy. like you and I don't like. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think he's a bad guy. And I think he did care about Carson Wentz, but I think he kind of goes out of his way to be seen that way. Okay. Well, I'm so just like, saying. It's I like, love I'm the, a good guy, but I want the world to see me. Definitely is a good guy. Okay. Well, maybe maybe so. I find it very authentic.
3: Yeah. And until you pr- show me something to where he's acted in, in a different way, then I'm going to consider to feel the way that I feel. So yeah. just wanted to have the conversation because a lot of people feel the way you feel. That's why I asked the question yeah. because I know a lot of people feel the way you do. Yeah. And so I wanted to have an dia- open dialogue about it because I feel the opposite. But, you know, until I get proven wrong.
2: Would you rather have Jimmy G, his post-game interview with, what was it with? Aaron Andrews. Andrews? <laughs> well,
3: porn star Jimmy? No, I'd rather have Russell Wilson 10 times out of 10.
2: I'll take Phil Brewers. He's a good guy who,
3: uh, gum it, darn, dang it, dude, dude, dang it.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> so we had our four winners in that game. So now we've got the games this weekend. So I guess we'll just, we we'll just want to give our picks as we talk about it. Yeah. I, I think we it. all have a, a pick for it. a game. I think that's the best way to do it. Sure. So, uh, should we just go game by game? We'll each just say who our pick is for that game. Yeah, I don't know what the schedule is. I, I do. I, I got do. it. I, I got, got it up. Do. The I first can... one's Niners and Vikings, right? Yes, sir. Okay.
2: All right. And well, then I have it right. I have the order right.
3: So yeah, divisional matchup. Um, first round uh, is Vikings at the Niners. S- uh, spread is seven. Uh, San Francisco minus seven. So Anthony,
1: he got. Uh, I'm riding the Vikings. I have the I like the Vikings plus seven, and I'm actually gonna get once we talk about our uh, Super Bowl predictions. I might get a little deeper in on this team, but I like them. I just think that with Kirk Cousins. There was that whole thing the whole time of, oh, he can't win the big game, which he couldn't for a while. I mean, it was like his Monday night record was awful. His record against winning teams was bad. And there was just something about like going into New Orleans, like six, seven, like five, six years ago, the toughest team, the toughest place to play on the road was probably Seattle. And now they say yeah. it's New Orleans. So to go in there against a team that was very good, we all thought they were really good. We all had him to win the Super Bowl. And he went out there and he had a lead throughout the game. New Orleans marched back, so a lot of guys would have folded, especially guys that don't win that big game. You would have thought in your head, like, oh, my God, here it is again. He goes into overtime. He gets the ball first. He drives the field. He finishes it. And I just thought it looked really big that he had his weapons back. I mean, Dalvin, like Cook, that. Yeah, Dalvin Cook looked really good running the ball. And even when they throw in that Madison guy, he looks good at times. He's able to find holes. Having Thielen back was huge. I mean, he went to him on the big catch in overtime, and he uh, – Went to him a lot. It seemed like on like third and threes, third and fours. So it was, and then you had Diggs too, who didn't even do that much. But it's like Diggs is also a big weapon. And the biggest thing is like their biggest thing for them to make a run is Kirk Cousins needs to have the confidence. And I think a game like that gave it to him because like Andy just mentioned in the locker room, he has everyone together, and then he screams out, "You like that?" So it just seems yeah, like that was awesome. The I like swagger's that too. coming back, and when that starts happening, I feel like the team starts getting behind him, and they start having confidence. Like you know what, this guy, we can win with this guy. And I think they can carry that momentum into San Francisco. Jimmy G's never played – has he never played in a playoff game before? No. Not that I know of. So He's watched some. He's definitely taken a backseat to some, but he never a, actually he played. And We all know this. We're all sports fans. Regular season is different from the postseason. There's a lot of players out there in all sports that do very well in the regular season, and it just doesn't translate into the postseason. And, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen with him, but I'm saying, like, you never know. I'm just saying I'm going to take the momentum here, give me the touchdown – Give me the Vikings. I did like that seven. locker room moment. Yeah, it was a great moment.
2: I wasn't even in it, but I wish I was. I wish I was there too. <laughs> you, <laughs> you like that? I got the same the same pick here. Um, I'm not necessarily picking the Vikings to win, but I like the number
3: is a good number. Yeah, well, I, I, I just like
2: if you if you take them to if you do take them to win, that I still feel like there's there's a good chance they win, especially because I'm always skeptical of a team's first playoff run.
3: Yeah, is it too good to be true type stuff? So
2: it's not that they're not good it's that they're not ready right and so i i think this would be a you know a, a good spot for an upset here
3: yeah. Is,
2: and the, yeah and the vikings they're legitimately good they they're they i think their record's a little worse than it should have been that packers game they probably should have won but cook wasn't playing and they had some problems sure um that kind of blew the division for them and it, that, i think that was that was a rough draw for new orleans i think they would much rather play seattle but it ended okay. up being vikings ended up being six seed and seattle was five seed okay but i think vikings were better
3: I like it. I um I I mean, I, I I'm gonna p- I'll, I'll pick this. I got a couple uh, unders here, but I'm gonna pick. I, I would take the seven points, mm-hmm. um, for the Vikings to cover. Like I said, not necessarily because I think they might win, just because I think that it's going to be a much closer game. Um, my pick for this game is actually the under under 45. Um, I can see this game with the type of defenses that are playing being a grinder game and coming in at like something like a 13-17 final um they're in they're in, I'm gonna say I want to say candlestick uh they're in Levi Stadium so the place I'm sure will be pretty rocking um but I just see the I just see this being a big defensive matchup uh I think that there's gonna be one or two big plays on both sides of the ball and that's pretty much it other than that I think we're gonna see a lot of punts uh, so my pick for this game, although I do like the Vikings to cover seven, um, I am actually taking the under 45 in this game. So that's my pick for this matchup. And again, I think it's going to be like a 13-17 game.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Because so. I think the I mean, the Niners like to run the ball, and then I think the Vikings are going to have to keep relying on Cook. They like to run the ball in the two good defenses. So
3: Yep. I like it. Next one. <clears throat>
1: The next game, where next I believe AFC, is the, Titans, is the AFC and game, Titans and
3: yeah. Ravens. Line on that one's ten. I got it at nine earlier. Yeah, saw, so we'll go I, with ten. Yeah. All right, because ESPN has it at ten. All right, you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Um I'm riding. The, well, okay. Let me preface mm. this by saying a few things. Love Mike Vrabel. Love Derrick Henry. Um, Still think the Ravens are going to probably go to the Super Bowl. Because uh, they're probably going to beat any other team in this in the in the in the uh, AFC here, but that ten is just way too big for me. Like I said earlier, I think the only team left that could possibly beat the Ravens is a team that can control the ball and keep Lamar Jackson off the field. That would be the Tennessee Titans. So if there's ever going to be a big upset on the number one team in the NFL. It's it's the Titans taking down the Ravens right now. Oh, yeah, so I, I could see the Titans actually taking the Ravens down. I'm not going to take that bet. I'm going to take the 10 points because a touchdown and a field goal is too much too, to pass like, up.
1: Uh, yeah. everybody. You I'm talk- taking the
3: Titans plus 10.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm all over the Titans. I think not only would I take the Titans plus 9 or 10, whatever it is, I would, you might, if you're going to take the Titans to cover that, you're you basically well thinking take, they're going to win. You might yeah, as well jump a little line. on like, you're I think right. it's like probably like three to one or two and a half probably. to one at least. How about the spreads in this divisional yeah. round? Yeah, they're all high. Not
3: nine or nine and a half, or excuse me, seven, 10, 10, and a four. Yeah. Those are some, that's- that's Three of those are pretty big. Big yeah. differences.
1: The Green Bay one, which we'll get to, seems fair. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, I would, because the other thing too, is like you mentioned- it's gonna be hard for Lamar Jackson to put up all those touchdowns without the ball in his hand. I mean, Derrick Henry's been getting what it seems like five, six yards a carry. Right, I And mean, this guy is plowing through teams. Yep. And Tannehill's that, that just offensive doing. Offensive line is
3: and, vicious too. Yeah. So I mean, maybe too vicious at
1: times. And let's be honest. Getting those penalties. Uh, Lamar Jackson's had what about three weeks off now? About yes. by the time he plays, he didn't play Week Seventeen. No, didn't he play didn't. Last week, not same. But it's like that's the longest break he's had in a while. Yep, sure is. So you never know. He might come out a little rusty. So maybe you people out there, you might want to look at even like a. First quarter, first half bet. Yeah, also. see, I see. I'm not going to even. I'm
3: not betting against Lamar Jackson. I, like if if this was any other team, I would be betting for Lamar Jackson. I'm betting against the fact that the Titans keep him off the field, right? Like yeah. it's just like if he's on the field, he's scoring touchdowns.
1: Oh yeah,
2: they, but ten
3: points is a lot. Ten points too much, too rich for my blood. So I'm taking the Titans.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Titans the points there, but also the Ravens to win. I think that's the. The yes. most obvious outcome. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry, ball control, that kind of stuff. But uh, Tennessee's defense, while probably above average, isn't the type of team that really shut down the Ravens. I don't think that they have There's it. not many in the
3: NFL period right so, now. Yeah.
2: I don't know what kind of – I mean, maybe they'll wow me with some game plan. I, I don't know. They're I'm sure they're much smarter than me. But, yeah, I don't see it. But I think it'll be close still. So. Yeah.
1: I like it. It's a late game too. Eight o'clock start. I don't know what the weather is going to be in Baltimore, but it's going to be cold, mm-hmm. and that seemed to help Tennessee. So, I mean, hey, what? Three road teams won this past weekend, so I mean, these road teams aren't seeming to have a problem so far, right? But uh, anyway, so yeah, the next one is our other AFC game: the Chiefs and the Texans How? Sunday morning. All right, Or no, Sunday afternoon, right? Well Sunday, about one o'clock? No, Sunday morning. Like I said, Sunday morning. They're usually twelve. Twelve. It's a, a new so, game. Yeah, it's, a, it's noon. a noon game. Really? I yeah, I looked at that too. I it was ten thirty. No, and, it's, it's a noon it and it's three forty
3: because it's in Kansas
2: City. And if it was East Coast, it probably probably would be 10, it you know. would probably yeah. like
3: last week be the ten o'clock and the yeah. one o'clocks. But no, this one's a noon and a three forty start for the for the Sunday
2: games.
1: We'll let uh we'll let Andy start this one. What are you Give got, it to Andy? Any?
2: Uh, you know we saw this game not that long ago. The Texans went to Arrowhead yeah. and beat them. Yeah, and I'm a little shocked that. Houston's getting 10 points here. Yeah. It's no a respect. Mind-boggling no. line. It's, it's it really is a mind-boggling line. Kansas City also lost one of their starting safeties, Thornhill. Um they're still I still think it wins. Same situation as Tennessee, I still like they're gonna win. Um, but ten points. It's like they they just proved they can win an arrowhead yep. like two months ago. What's, yep. what's going on here. So
3: And that they got some crazy momentum coming off their last win. Yeah, too. they got
2: I mean, JJ Watt is a, an amazing story. Yep. That's always I mean, he's he still he's one of the greatest players to not win a title, you'd say. Yep. I mean, I know he's not had the, the best last five years, but it's one of those things where he's been in the playoffs a ton. You know, and, and that's one of those deep.
1: factors that's like you don't really see in the stat sheets, but J.J. Watt playing that game I think was a big thing of them winning because he really was like – he's their captain. He's still their captain even though they yep. have Watson. He's still their see, captain, and he was firing them up.
2: J.J. Watt is the type of cheesy that I believe in because <laughs> – TJ Watt is also cheesy too. You saw him there, and it's like, yeah. I, it's like I believe that that family is oh, yeah exactly how well are they, they sure. like
1: from the Wisconsin area probably or something? Yeah. they yeah that's a cheesy family Andy <laughs> no pun intended but come on.
2: I think there's a, everything's authentic about.
1: So I'm actually were you done? Yes. Okay. So I'm actually going to go the other way. I, I I think Mahomes is getting healthier and healthier every week. They looked pretty good those last few games of the year. The defense looked like it was doing a little better. And I just believe that this could be one of those games where it's maybe like Mahomes gets the ball later in the middle of the quarter and gets a touchdown to get up by 13 or something, and then they're able to hold on the lead. But I think Chiefs are going to go out there and be ready for him. I think Houston kind of had one of those games where it was like they looked like they were going to lose. They had this big, great big comeback, and I think they're all high about it, and I just think they're going to go to Kansas City, cold game, and Mahomes is going to tear them apart. he's going to light them up. Yeah, if Josh Allen was able to like do pretty well. I think Mahomes does even better. I think they're going to be able to move the ball throughout the air with ease against... So, I'm KT sorry, State are you taking the points? I'm going to take, yeah. Uh, Kansas City minus, what was it, nine and a half? K- Kansas ten? City minus 10. Then, yeah, I'll take that. Wow. Um, I, like, I like Kansas City to do it. Wow, well, okay. I'm actually I'm, I'm going with Andy
3: again on this one. The 10, I just... It's really hard for me to take... At this juncture in the football season, teams that have played each other... To your yeah. point, Andy, yeah. recently, it's hard for me to get on a, a double-digit number like that. And it's yeah. not like the Chiefs have been the greatest team in the NFL this year. They haven't been like the Ravens so much. Yeah, I mean, and that, a lot all of that has, been has to putting up numbers. Has
1: been banged up all year. I mean, I had for him in sure. Yeah, I watched him a lot. He, yeah, That ankle, he got hurt, like hit it early in the year, and then it was hobbling. And then when he had the knee injury, he missed a you know, few games. And then when he came back, you could just tell it was like he's just not 100%. Yeah. But it just seems like... He's slowly like things are going better. It looks like Kansas City seems like they're playing better football.
3: Yeah, and I and I agree with and I'm that. I'm also just maybe not that I, high. No, on I agree Houston. with that. I just again, I'm I'm going purely off of two things: Texans' momentum beating the Bills at home, and then ten is just such a big number that I don't really know even you know how how that happens. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to take them to cover. I'm going to take the Texans to cover uh, that ten. Already. So last game, Seahawks Packers
1: in a presumably snowy game. Snowy yeah, I saw Green Bay was uh, looked at the forecast yesterday cuz I was with a friend of mine who wanted to see it and it, sure enough it did say that one day Sunday snow so, so. and that'll be a 6:40 start there then if it's a 3:40 game so yep. it'll be in the mid 20s regardless. And uh with me, I guess I'll just go off since I'm already here. Uh I for me this is a game that I just like the number I'm getting four. I just, I like it for Seattle. I know they're on the road, but Russell Wilson just finds a way to get it done. I think he'll keep it close. And I was actually looking at green Bay's like recent games and their schedule all around this year, a pretty soft schedule, to be honest, they, yeah, they're they had a
2: week 13 and three.
1: They had a, they had a pretty soft schedule and the teams that were like pretty solid beat them. They lost to the Eagles who made the playoffs, but not that great of a team. They lost to the chargers when they went on the road to LA and then they lost, to um, I don't the Niners. Know, I, the Niners. Yeah, they got they didn't just lose the Niners too. That was they a thirty seven days. Lambasted, yeah. So those three losses, but the teams they were beating, it's like, you know, they beat Detroit twice. Okay. They beat Chicago twice. That's okay. fine. Minnesota twice, kind of impressive, but still Very Minnesota impressive. had their moments of interface this there year. There was a point in the time where they, they picked was not on in a the NFC East. They had a win against the the Giants, the Cowboys, and the uh Redskins. Yep. So it was like I just looked at a lot of those games. Like the Raiders was one of them, and they were able to beat the Chiefs. But that was the game. Let's remember, Mahomes didn't play that game. Yeah, because that right. was the big like Sunday after night game the, that was going to be all the, all, the all the hype knee. and. It was in Green Bay with, or it was in Kansas City, I think. But there was no Mahomes, so I mean, it's just like I don't know. I just feel like Russell Wilson and company are going to be good enough, especially in a game that could be snowy, ugly conditions. To four four is a solid number. I think they yeah. can keep that game close, if not win it. To be honest, yeah. And I already saw in some places that line already dipped down to three and a half. Yeah. But so Seattle plus four is my pick. Cool.
3: Yeah. Um, well, so I I have a different pick for my solid pick, but I'm still going to pick the game. I, I, I agree with Anthony. Um, I think that it'll be um, – I think it'll be a close game. But Seattle getting four points is – is a lot of points. I can see this game being a pretty sloppy game and coming down to, although Rogers is the master, Russell Wilson putting together a last, last uh, minute drive to take down the Packers. So I could even see the money line as well. I like the under in this game. That's my actual bet. 47 with a couple offenses that have played good this year, but you know, it's not the chiefs and the Ravens. This is the Packers and the Seahawks here. The Seahawks, the only thing that scares me, two things, that, one thing that scares me is, one, Green Bay's got the run game this year. Aaron Jones has been going yeah. off this year. They've got the run game this year. Two, Seattle lost their run game, even though they had their run game yeah, going that, on. That
1: is my one thing that freaks me out about Seattle. That,
3: they lost the run game, man. I, and are, I
1: think, you know, I would love to see Beast Mode
3: put a, you know go for 120 yards and two touchdowns every game, right? But um, I do think Seattle wins with the points. Uh, but my real bet in this game is under 47. Again, I think that this is one another one of those 13-7 games, or maybe even like um, like a like a um, 17-16 game with two field with three field goals for one team,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, just because of the snow. Um, and so I could see this coming down to the wire as well.
2: Yeah.
3: So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of my my bet there. I like the under 47 in that game a lot.
2: So, I think the Packers are wildly overrated with that record, yet I think the Seahawks might be more overrated. Yeah, it is two
1: overrated teams clashing.
2: Yeah, and uh, so I'm going with the Packers here. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has forgotten, I believe it was 2014, the championship game, Seattle pulled that game out of their ass. That was seemingly was the year that the Packers were going to get back to the Super Bowl, and they haven't been close since. Um, I think he, he'll remember. I remember that game. I think he remembers that game. <laughs> I think he he's not going to want it to stay close. Because if that game, I believe it was 15 to nothing for until like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then the Seahawks got two touchdowns. It was something crazy. Do you remember that game? There was an onside kick. I don't remember what the final there score was, was. I know what you're talking this about. this receiver yeah. who never played at all. Who even had a big catch in the Super Bowl the next game. But he had like this big catch. It was like... Just it was it was that was the legend of Russell Wilson right, right there. That was like, what the fuck? How did they pull that game off? Yep. It was like, how did the Packers blow it too? Yeah. Um. So I think this is Rodgers wants to get revenge and um. Was this the last game we we're doing right? Yeah. So we're going to go into Super that. Bowl picks. I think this is Rodgers' last chance, and I think the Packers, despite me not really liking them and, and calling gonna, them overrated, too, they're <laughs> gonna yeah. go, they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. Wow. I think uh you know if they play the Niners or the Vikings, I think. Even though they got destroyed by the Niners, I like the matchup of uh, Rogers just, just that it's a, a young team. I said I don't like the team on their first try getting yeah. there. And then uh, they just kind of own the Vikings. I mean, I think the Vikings are probably a more talented team. But one of the other reasons I like uh, Green Bay in this game is that Green Bay's weaknesses is, is their run defense, which Seattle has some trouble here with uh, not having all the, the, injuries, the running backs. Yeah. So Green Bay has a really good pass defense.
1: All right. I like it. I like the pick. Well, while uh, <clears throat> well, doing Super Bowl picks, you said yours was Green Bay?
2: Yeah. Oh, Green Bay. So rematch, original Super Bowl. This time the Chiefs win. So you have the Chiefs
1: to win it. Chiefs Again. winning
2: over the Packers. I, I have the Packers going to the Super Bowl. All right. But. So
1: with me, I kind of have like, it's going to be weird because with me, I'm looking at it more of like a betting standpoint. So I kind of have two teams, which are would be my Super Bowl matchup, I guess. So I do like the Chiefs. I, I just think, like, if they do play Baltimore at home, I think they'll get the job done. I mean, I already have the Chiefs in the prediction one to go to the Super Bowl against the Saints. So I do like the Chiefs to get there, but they're only three to one odds. So it's like, uh, it's just like, I don't want to, I don't like those odds. So what I did go with, I've actually put my own money on this today. Not too much, but 12 to one odds, I put it on the Vikings. I yeah. just like what that team's doing right now. They got the good defense. 12 to one to me is good value. I mean, I think that if this they get past.
2: The Vikings to win?
1: The Super Bowl, yeah. If they get past San Francisco, then they go play either Seattle or Green Bay. And I think there's a solid chance they play Seattle. If they play Seattle after winning against San Francisco and New Orleans, I think they could with ease take out Seattle. But even if they do face Green Bay, I'm like, I know like people hate to say it like, oh, the revenge game, but they would be their third time this year against Green Bay. They'd have all this momentum. I'm not sure they lose to Green Bay three times in a row, especially now that they're healthier. Like They didn't have Dalvin Cook last game when they played Green Bay. and he makes a big difference. Like, if Dalvin Cook never got hurt this year and played a healthy 16 games, it would have been his rushing title. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Chubb, yeah. But, uh, Chubb screwed that up. Yeah. But, uh, so I don't know. I'm just, I, I just, I like the value. With me, it's more of the value. 12 to 1, I think that's good. But, I mean, Chiefs also, though, I think are going to
2: be there. So I think one of those two teams. I don't want to, uh, ruin your pick, but <laughs> the, the Vikings are like one of the most cursed teams.
1: Well, that see that doesn't ruin my if pick. Yeah, that's if you don't, I'm saying if witchcraft. you don't believe in that stuff, yeah, <laughs> I don't believe it's, in witchcraft. I've, I've, I've seen,
2: I've seen so many, you know, Gary goblins Anderson and ghouls in 1998. Like no, I know they are, but that's what I'm saying, Andy. I like that. I like root that, for it. I, I, I like I, that came in.
1: The curse has been lifted ever since that. I one. like I that. They went into the city of Voodoo, Andy. Yeah, Okay, <laughs> and they won. Now the Saints have the curse. Yeah. So but, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. To pick the Super Bowl. Give us the floor or give you the floor. Sometimes (laughs) for me,
3: it's tough because sometimes for me, just like with the whole LSU thing, like as analytical as I try to be, and like I I think you guys know I look at stats quite a bit, sometimes for me it just comes down to like who can I close my eyes and see doing something, (laughs) just like the twinkle in the eye with with Joe Burrow. And so a couple things. When I close my eyes – um and try and picture the Super Bowl this year. Where is the Super Bowl this year? Florida, Miami, huh? I Miami. Mm, I yeah. don't know. Anywho, um, there's two teams that I picture in the Super Bowl now that the Saints are gone. And as much as I absolutely love Lamar Jackson, love him like L O V E love one four three na 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 na. Um, I cannot picture him. Raising the Lombardi trophy this year. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, no, and i I'm think the same way. I I'm think he's going to win Super Bowls in his career. Oh, I do like, too. I think he's good enough to do that, and I hope that he does because I think he's young and and he's talented and he's a, he's a good kid and he's well-spoken and his teammates like him. So I hope he wins a lot of Super Bowls. I just don't think it's this year. I don't either. So let me go with the NFC first. I just, for some reason, I picture Kyle Shanahan in the Super Bowl. I could see that red hat with the tiny little San Francisco emblem on his head. With a 28-3 and I, I get what, Yeah, I, I get, I'm blowing it. I get what you're saying about uh, you're skeptical of teams that just gained success, especially as much as the Niners did going to a Super Bowl. But I see him beating the Vikings at home, albeit not by a wide margin. And then I do see them beating either the Packers or the Seahawks, just based off of pure talent on both sides of the ball. Um, but... I'm going to so I'm going to give you a weird pick here. Uh, I'm going to go with my Titans logic about them being able to control the ball throughout the game. I think they're going to be able to take down the Ravens doing so, keep Lamar Jackson off the field, and then they're going to be able to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field doing so as well after the they Chiefs also, beat the Texans.
2: They did beat the Titans, or they did they, beat the Chiefs earlier. And too. they
3: beat the Chiefs earlier in the year. Yeah, so did. so and my you know what, Super Bowl how they
1: beat that Chiefs team too was because Henry went off. Exactly, of because he, he keeps had like them like a off the field. Yard run.
3: The worst thing that happens to a team with a te- guy like like Mahomes or a guy you like uh, Jackson is if they don't touch the
1: field. And Tannehill kind of reminds me right now of that feeling of like Nick Foles a couple of years ago. I can see him like and Mike Vrabel, backup quarterback, came in midseason, and it's like he's just getting it done. Everyone's kind of like, it's gonna end, it's gonna yep. end, and then it's like, then he you know what it ends it. when he's lifting the He doesn't turn the ball the over
3: that often. He manages yeah. the game.
1: He's got a killer running back and, and killer offense. Turning line. These, these receivers that like AJ Brown has just a- gone yep, off. He's yep. the better AB now. So, has there ever been? A yeah, he is.
2: Was there a different backup quarterback who came in... In led his team of Super Bowl? Kurt Warner. Uh, the, Tom yeah, Brady. Tom Brady, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh, that guy. And
1: another guy named Kurt Warner. Yeah, Kurt Warner, have heard of. too. Um, so, so I man, it
2: it's the thing. It's the guys
1: that come well, in Well, the, it wasn't an chance. injury,
3: though. He got he was given the job because he
1: Yeah, Mariota actually played a snap. They did bring him in for a little trick yeah. play action, So it was like a four-yard run so, for him, and that right. was
3: it. But, but earlier in the year when, you know, whatever week six or whatever week it was that uh, Tannehill took over, it was because of play. So, my Super Bowl is Niners-Titans, and I see the Titans raising the Lombardi trophy this year.
1: Ooh, that's bold. Honestly, if you really believe that, they're 25 to 1 right now. I do believe that. So, that's the thing. Really quick, I'll just give those odds because I do have them memorized. I stared at it all day today. So, currently going into this week for you people out there that maybe want to look at a future pick, whether you want to listen to us or do your own thing. The Ravens are plus 180, which is no value at all. Bet 100 to win 180. Right. And then for a a
3: futures bet, there's no value in that. Yeah,
1: for futures bet. For our
3: novice gamblers, if you get that on a regular game and you like it, take it.
1: Yeah, of course. (laughs) I mean, for anybody out there, it's got like 10 grand to throw away. I mean, maybe throw it on the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. But, and then the other teams, you've got the Chiefs are second at 3 to 1. Then the Niners also at 3 to 1. Then the Packers are 6 to 1. The Seahawks ten to one. Okay, and then the Vikings twelve to one, and then Houston and Tennessee are both twenty five to one. And those are your eight remaining teams. Fuck, I like the Seahawks too, man.
3: If they didn't get rid of that running game, if if Chris Carson and Rashad Penny, if they didn't, if those three guys did not go down this year, I would have the Seahawks win the Super oh, and Bowl. And I agree right
1: with now. you. Like I looked at it all day today. I was like ten to one. I was like I can see them beating Green yeah. Bay. They do well against San Francisco. Yep. If they play Minnesota, they, they're at home. They can beat San Francisco, but I just couldn't do it with that run game. They're I too at, hurt. Like Russell Wilson led their team with 40 rush yards, 45 rush yards, and I was like, "You'd like to think Marshawn Lynch, you know, Pete Carroll already said he's going to get more carries this yep. week, so you'd like to think maybe he'll get like six, 15, 16 carries, and maybe yep. he can break 60, 70, 80 yards." But it's like I just, I don't know if he's going to have the gas to do it. And that that other guy Homer just didn't do shit. No, he didn't. He's just there to be in the way until Marshawn Lynch takes over.
3: Well, we'll see. I'll either look like an idiot or a genius <laughs> come the Super Bowl.
1: Hey, it's worth the risk.
3: I like risk. Risk is my middle name.
1: All right. Well, so is that going to wrap up this sports one? Good for me, man. All righty. Well, you've been listening to episode 152 of Sports of the Tony's Take podcast. And like I said, we also do have an entertainment podcast that you guys should also check out. But, uh, With me, as always, my two favorite sports experts. We had Off-Road Andy.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: And we had Cooch. Peace. Thank you for listening.